This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, welcome to the ear spoon. I am Fish and I'm Steve, and uh, here we are once again. Uh, I don't know who was it. I think it's Brian Williams that is always counting down the days of the presidency. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, yeah, great idea. Like, we're in day one thousand. Blah 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 of this presidency. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I don't oh, call him. I can't see. The only difference is I can't call it a presidency. Uh, I think that's a sensible choice. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely do. There's a uh, lot of things to call it. But. Be, be, before we get uh, too deep into this, I mm-hmm. want to thank our sponsors once again for caffeinating the pod. Who would that be? That would be Mocha Joe's. Thank you for asking, Stephen. MochaJoe's.com. Does anybody actually call you, Stephen? Uh, my mom did, but yeah? she just died. Oh. Um, a few people. Oh, thanks relatives. for working that in there. <laughs> no, well, that's the only thing. That's maybe be the, be the last person to call me, Stephen, probably. Yeah? So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's one of those, you knew you were in trouble. Kind yeah. Of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I knew when I was in trouble. Anybody ever call you fishman? A fishman, <laughs> fishman. Anybody ever call you fishman? That's how I knew when I was in trouble. When my mom would go, "Look, you little fucking asshole." Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's Italian. I it's know Italian that one. thing. It's, it's, we it's have a, that. It's an Italian thing, <laughs> <laughs> followed by a wooden spoon. <laughs> anyway, back to our fine, fine sponsor, Mocha Joe's. Mocha Joe's. Go. Yeah, go check it out. Seriously, these are I pre- people who are who, who are doing it with. Uh, Doing it with a conscience, yeah, and good people and, and local beans and uh, well, not local beans, but local grown, beans, local makers, and, and they'll ship to you. Um, but it's a, a great local company. Mm-hmm. We like to mm-hmm. support who supports us. There we go, and we love that about them. Yeah. All right, uh, I think we'll start off uh, with that that famed old uh, German saying, which I just heard for the first time probably about a year ago. I don't know oh. how I made it fifty plus years without hearing this wonderful term. I remember from the Bush-Cheney years, of which it had great application. Really? Yes. Okay. Should we say what it is? I think you should. <laughs> well, I think in German it's it's properly pronounced schadenfreude in the, uh, on the end, but schadenfreude okay. is how Americans often say it. Right. But um, You have a ready definition? I, you want me to read it? I was just looking up. Probably uh, better than one I'd give. Uh, okay. Uh, what is this? Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's porn. I know. Wow. <laughs> well, the funny thing is it's saying... <laughs> this, was, this was last edited by a guy who, whose name is the lubricated goat. Do I really no, want to go into this? No, yeah, could be greatest of all time. So it could be. You know, could be. Uh, all right. It's um, image it is, is the experience of pleasure, joy, or self satisfaction that comes from learning uh, of or witnessing the troubles, failures, or humiliation of another. Schadenfreude a, is a complex emotion. Uh, where rather than feeling sympathy towards someone's misfortune, Schadenfreude evokes, evokes joyful feelings that take pleasure from watching someone else fail. Yeah, it's a complicated thing. There's a there's a, a few layers of guilt, and I shouldn't enjoy their displeasure. But for many people, it's it's a very human thing. I think the highest level of compassion, which I have not yet attained. Uh, is where we have mm-hmm. forgiveness and compassion and empathy for people of all kinds, including, you know, white nationalists like oh, Stephen yeah. Miller. Those guys. And like, and so, yeah, as I said, I am in some ways proudly not that evolved. So I have great schadenfreude for a lot of things going down for some of these awful, despicable people who cause great harm. Yeah, so and that and there's a lot of that going mm-hmm. on. Of course, uh, we are in day whatever, um, not even, what is this, about a week old now, less than a week, that Which the impeachment part? hearings? Yeah, well, Underway, beginning of last week. Yeah. Beginning of last week. So uh, 
Um, and uh, we're recording this on a Monday. Uh, out to you right away. So uh, my favorite favorite part of the uh, impeachment. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, I, I'm sorry. It's t- towards the end of the day, and my head ain't working all that great. And mm-hmm. I should have written this down. Um, the Ukraine um, uh, ambassador to the Ukraine, Yovanovitch. Ambassador Yovanovitch. And how she was kind of commenting and talking about how intimidated uh, she was by the president and um, was going on and on about that. And then uh, Schiff is up there and he's got the attention of somebody. He's like, what? <laughs> what? 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 He, he what? He's, he's what right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously. Seriously. Really. This is happening right now. So while she is on the stand talking about how intimidated she is through his tweets, through his actions, what's he doing? He's doing it again to the point where Fox News, Fox News has to basically go, yeah, we got nothing. We can't because right. there is nothing. It's another impeachable offense, right? And and so that he is doing this and sent every single Republican scrambling right. as to how to cover it up, and then uh, and then they figure out ways to just to sort of twist it. And it's oh, like well, they do and they don't. They do and for their base, yeah, with that yeah, with that base, level of discernment, they you know they do quite well. That Stefanic women woman that was like pulling mm-hmm. the crap she was with Nunez, and I and hopefully people know what we're talking about when we don't specifically list them, but. Uh, some of the, the, again, back to schadenfreude, is watching the squirm. Yeah. I like to watch them squirm. So when somebody drops something in their lap, hot potato, this is an irrefutable truth that has been verified repeatedly. What do you want to do with this? That's not burning my thighs at all. I it's And they come up or distract. And if you know someone is obfuscating and you know their plan is to not actually answer the question, it's a fascinating event. Well, you and I both interview people in radio. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating when you see somebody spinning a yarn in front of you. And if you are of a certain mindset and you're like, I doubt much of this, uh, it becomes almost comical. And these Republicans, Jim Jordan, Nunez, all these people, they look hilarious to me if they weren't such assholes. Right. I mean, so you want to talk about schadenfreude. I mean, what what must Hillary Clinton have <laughs> felt around the Roger Stone oh, thing, nice. right? I mean, you want to <laughs> talk... him up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much is there just that that you know, that kind of karma that just comes back and bites you in the ass. And, and you know, the funny thing was is, like, the uh, the new meme sensation about, and, uh, you know, have um, the whole thing that seems to be kind of working its way around, the uh, a meme that says something like, hey, a great Thanksgiving pumpkin pie recipe is uh, two teaspoons of cinnamon, uh, this can of pumpkin can mix uh, a graham cracker crust and Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> yes. I was, yeah, I was wondering where you were going to go with that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I do yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, it's just this is this is one of these things that have been uh, have been kind of have been bubbling up, and they're just and it is it's all Schadenfreude because you can just yeah. kind of take glee in the people knowing that the rest of the world. Pretty much knows, and now this is not going to go away because the internet has gotten a hold of it, right. and and there are so many creative things that can uh, yes that can yes, pop up. Yes, it's true. The internet is amazing oh. and endless. I was thinking earlier today about um, 
uh, is it reasonable to feel joyous or hopeful or some sense of victory in this current you know quagmire? It's just getting worse by the day. It's you know these guys are painted into corners, and you, God knows it's a scary thing to do to mobsters, but this is what we have. Uh, but is it reasonable for those of us of a progressive mindset who've been watching this stuff for three years, who've been looking for minor victories and missing them a lot? Oh, you wait till Mueller comes along. He's going to, oh, you just wait till, oh, this next revelation right. will be the, so there's it, been it, a lot of yank, it, you it, know? It has been the, it is, it has been the, uh, the, the, the biggest uh, point of, of it all, the wait till your father gets home thing. <laughs> you can't do that to me, Will. Uh, I'm just finding John. memes about the John. There's a John Holmes who was, uh, for those of you that might not know, a porn star from the 70s, 80s, early 80s. Let's assume. Uh, yeah, let's assume. Anyway, you know, real super cheesy looking guy, but uh, a a basically a maybe I don't just a large man in that capacity, and uh, I presume by a sense of occupation that's probably yeah, and uh, that's kind of how he got his job. Uh, this says John Holmes was hung. Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. Oh, they just go on for days and days and days. So, uh, but even let's even use that to talk about you know the stuff that's exposed and is shown. Again, we're also again the. Asterisking all of this is knowing that a th- a th- roughly a third of our country can't discern facts from pr- information presented. Right. But putting that aside, things are really popping up that say, yeah, actually, no. I mean, there's finally the time where, where we've been living in this sort of suspended reality where up is down, et cetera. And to start to see like, oh, actually, that's going to stick. Right. Oh, actually, that testimony is official. And it says what? Oh, actually, even Fox News is pushing back. So some of the stuff that we've been craving for so long is actually starting to manifest. And the danger I find is is actually in allowing yourself to say, hey, you know, this actually may get better, which is it's reasonable to be cautious. Mm-hmm. It's reasonable to say, mm, I don't know. Just when you think, when you think it's going to get better, it doesn't. But it feels like now is a time to both enjoy other people's the suffering of of insufferable people, but also to feel like, all right, this is maybe moving along in a good direction. And how do you feel about it so far? I mean, look, I I am so I, I am so beaten up by what's been going yeah. on as of late, and it's so hard for me to wholeheartedly kind of get behind here. Now, in the in the panic room that is the Earspoon Studios, I have two cartoons hanging. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the first one is one of uh, Donald Trump holding Vladimir Putin's uh, shirtless hand uh, while shooting Uncle Sam in the head on Fifth Avenue. And the second one, which I really feel is telling, is uh, what what's Sanders, Colonel Sanders oh, there. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Sarah Sanders. I only think of one person when you say Sanders, so I forgot her name was that. Too. Yeah, I know that's uh, mis- that's misfortunate. <clears throat> uh, but t- there's another picture of uh, a a press person in in the in the crosshairs of a, of a scope, yep. uh, while Sarah Sanders is being uh, enveloped by the what I assume is bodyguards. Yeah, yeah, bodyguards. You know, kind of thing. so and that's the world that I'm kind of operating in. Like that that stuff happens, and we just sort of accept it and move on, and we're all, uh, you know. We're just all all accepting of it, and I'm, I just I well certainly not well. It depends how you, I know how you mean that in the in the in the casual way, but clearly resistance has been happening throughout, and we many of us have not accepted this attempt to right. gaslight, this attempt to uh, to alter consensual reality, and they've succeeded at it in weird ways. If you pay attention at all, or just like facts and evidence, uh, you look at it and go like, well, "Are you kidding me?" And so now it feels like. Somewhere in the, the you know the middle third of the country is going, huh? I guess after these last three years, it seems like maybe they actually are 
lying to us. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. I, I would hope so. I don't know. You know, I mean, somebody, what was it? Um, who posted? I'm trying to remember this post that I saw, and I, and I just, I take my temperature on the internet a little bit sometimes. Ooh, careful. Yeah. Unplug it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it had to do with, uh, I know. Uh, I remember what it was now. It was a, it was a clearly an army veteran wearing a T-shirt mm-hmm. that said, "I would kneel beside Colin Kaepernick before I would stand with this president." Oh, damn! Right? And <laughs> and uh, you know, and it was clearly a military guy. Yeah. And who? And that was his belief. And of course, then the internet exploded underneath that right, thing, right, and, right, and, right. and all the uh, and people you know, wanted to share their love. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I still agree with you. I mean, you know, and, and, I don't and, agree with you, but I appreciate you saying it out loud. Oh, you Obama <laughs> dick suckers! Yeah. I think was my my favorite takeaway from the whole thing. Some guy who kept calling everybody an Obama dick sucker. Wow! Uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't. That's even, like a Rorschach test, yeah. dude. Oh. I see your fears. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God! Uh, but I, I, you just watch these things and 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 how that whole thing in and of itself got hijacked that whole narrative of what he was doing mm. got hijacked and again you know i know that we're sort of preaching to the choir here yeah. a little bit but the whole colin kaepernick thing kneeling was to as a sign to kind of protest police brutality yeah. um that and, and only that really and and he and he was basically saying i'm just you know we have to we have to recognize that this is happening and we have to work towards making the system a little bit better mm-hmm. uh it wasn't a message that said fuck the police yeah exactly right. Right. or that, fuck the country or fuck yeah, the veterans no, or nothing you know, nothing like that and they then, made so, it about that yeah they really did and and it was not that at all and in fact uh if you have taken the time to do the research when Ka- Kaepernick was trying to figure out, like, what, how can I convey this? What is a respectful way to do this so that I can do this during the national anthem without being an anti-patriot? Right. And and a veteran said, take a knee. Right. So, and, and but it got hijacked to this point now, and then and and then the you know the right wing, and now this guy can't get work. Yeah. 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 And he just did a workout. I know. I was reading about that. I mean, not that you know his Nike endorsement doesn't uh, doesn't cover him for his last round of of being there. No, it's play. not about the money. I mean, right. this is a this is a guy's been shut out by a conglomeration of, mm-hmm. of billionaire t- uh, sports team owners, uh, and quite clearly because he didn't get in line. And, I mean, there's a million ways I could use analogies yeah. from slavery there, but it's sort of another power th- thrust, and he's pushing back against it. So that's why I'm saying I think this fits into what I was saying earlier that. We're seeing places where the pushback is actually working. We're seeing it around environmental issues. We're seeing it around uh, gender issues, race issues. We're seeing actual successes and actual challenges, even though it feels like we're living in some suspended LSD freaking, you know, Faustian nightmare. I mean, it's got to sort of come to an end. Right, but I I think we're seeing flashpoints where it's ending. You're seeing... In in uh, Louisiana, elections for the governor. Yep. In places where Trump goes to say, yeah, I really need a victory here, and he freaking straight up loses, yep. I think the country is saying, we are exhausted by you assholes. And there's going to come a point where, and not even about just the politics, but culturally, I think where people, where progressive-minded people are seeing significant victory uh, in a lot of arenas. And I think it's reasonable to feel uh, spirited about that yeah. and feel in, impassioned or, or, or uh, given a little juice from it. So I, here we are once again at the precipice of something happening. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, and tomorrow should be good. Yeah, I, I, I sincerely hope so. And, you know, the, the Republicans saying, we need to know who the whistleblower is. Well, yeah. no, that's no. why they call him a whistleblower, because he gets to right. say or she gets to be a secret. Right. That's the law, kids. That's it. The that's law how and the order hammer, party wants and, to and this reveal. Is, and this is what it feels like dealing with you. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, the information and, and the tax returns and the mm. and the other thing every other president has complied with that this man is not. And I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just it's exhausting. And of course, when that's the second that stuff re- reaches the light of day, you'll see exactly why he is what he is, because he's 100 percent bullshit and he owes money to everyone. I read yeah. an article today that's very va- I can't remember the source Uh that he has fake companies loan him money, you know, like any create. So there's great journalism b- being done right now. And I, I'm t- again, yeah, unfortunately, it back. it's being hashtagged with fake news. So, you know, the, so be it. But that, even that's not sticking. Right. You know, it's, it feels like the tide has turned and I feel like things are moving back towards a way where we can regain some semblance of sanity. You can't say this country's ever been entirely sane, but some semblance of it. Go back to our previous version of fucked in the head. I attended a uh, a media roundtable with a bunch of other media outlets that that are local. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Um, last Friday, last Thursday? I don't I don't remember. I don't recall. Mm. Uh, and the first question that was posed to all of us is, how do we operate in in this? What has has the way we changed um, the way we deliver news at all because of the 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 fast the, the the fake news thing? And you know, luckily, I mean, I I, I told everybody, you know, we're in a blue bubble here. So I think pretty much on a local level, you're not dealing with this. This is all these gas bags. And, yes, there are people there who who um, can't discern opinion from reporting. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know the difference. They don't know when my column appears in the, right. in the newspaper that that's opinion. Right. That I is know. nothing of any journalistic nature. Time. Right. <laughs> So I'm not. You can't print ju- that. That's liberal rag. Uh, that's, yeah, well, that's an op-ed piece, but, opinion editorial piece. You know? Yeah, that's how that works, and they don't know what that means. And they'll forget I, that for the next and, time. And I think that that is the biggest thing that we have to go back and reteach people: the difference between opinion and news. <laughs> you know. Well, I admire your notion that we can go back and reteach people. I, I, I think we can sort of light that on fire. No, that was a statement. <laughs> I didn't say it was possible. Was, uh, so here's another statement. Yeah. I would like the ability to fly. That's a statement. That I can arrange. Yeah. <laughs> All I have to do is climb up to this here barn <laughs> right. roof and no, no, jump. No. If son. you believe, if you just believe, it's if you don't believe, you'll yeah. go crashing to the ground. And who yeah. wants that? Yeah. So no. believe. So just believe. <laughs> Float, witch. <laughs> anyway. So. Wasn't that, wasn't that it? If you floated, you were... Uh, oh, Monty Python. Yeah, it yeah. was a thing. That's yeah. how they tested That's for it. witchcraft. Right. Anyway, so we'll have to see how the rest of these impeachment hearings... Uh, and, yes, and see if we the will. the country falls in uh, and uh, gives me a big heap in helping uh, some of that there schadenfreude. Let me remind you that we're one week into it, right? Yeah. Uh, and starting the second week, um, when the Watergate hearings began, uh, and I forget the exact number, but I want to say 26%, but I think at 26% was the approval rating for impeachment and removal. Uh, uh, within a number of weeks and, and into the summer, that went up to 56%, and Nixon resigned about three weeks later. Right. So all the stuff that's coming to the fore, and the, I have to say the conviction of Roger Stone, which actually will affect this Ukrainian-Russian thing, I think... Uh, the critical mass has been met, and I think you're now going to see people like rats running off of a ship uh, coming forward with information that they weren't coming forward with before, saying, oh, I just remembered something, or I've got these documents. So I think it's reasonable to start to feel like uh, things are going to shift uh, for the better in the near future. I'm, 
I'm uh, okay. I'm I still think it's on the okay. Fence. To, I get it. I, I'm I'm reserved in saying that. Listen, I told you after November 6, twenty sixteen, I'm out of the predicting business in politics. That's I, my line. <laughs> but I, well, it's not, we're not alone. <laughs> but I think we looking at some of the data. Let's call them mm-hmm. data points. I think it's reasonable to to see them all as a conglomeration to say uh, the pushback is certainly working. Right. Um, and well, I think I not, and you'll quote me here another prediction. Uh, I believe Donald Trump will not be the Republican nominee for president. Oh man, I hope so. I really hope so. I I, I mean, I, I want me some Schadenfreude in the worst way. Yeah, I hate to think of terrible things about him, but I have a oh, hard no, time. Oh no, I not. love thinking about terrible right. things about him. I well, do. he was in Walter Reed Hospital over the weekend yeah. with some like un- for the first part of a physical. <laughs> Come on, dude, you don't no. even lie well. No, you know so. You know, that I think it's either an actual thing because all the stress that he must be under or he's sort of, you know, kind of playing it so he can go, ooh, my hut. Uh, <laughs> my arm. My dick is broken. <laughs> Noonan. That's a, that's a ca- Pence. Ca- Caddyshack. Yeah. I know. Let's assume the Caddyshack reference is yeah. obvious, but we're old. so. All right. Well, we'll, we'll just leave it there, and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some. Good news next week. Yeah, uh, we'll see. All right. I've been Fish. Yeah. I've been Steve. And uh, this has been the Ear Spoon, brought to you by our fine, fine coffee roasters here locally, Mocha Joe's, found at mochajoes.com. I'll uh, talk to you next week. Yes, More at theearspoon.com.